is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 53. In today's episode, I'm talking about the power of your words, the power of the words that you speak to yourself, as well as the words that you speak to others. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is one that is really near and dear to my heart. And I literally take what I'm about to share with you or what I'm about to talk to you about very seriously and very literally. The power of your words are so, so important. I cannot begin to tell you that I have coached numerous women and numerous men who decades later are trying to really grasp their identity because of words that were spoken to them as children. They were lies and they believed the lie as truth. For example, when I had someone who thought she had a big nose because people used to always tell her that she had a big nose, um, that another young man um, that I coached was told that he was stupid And it wasn't until his coach in high school told him that he wasn't, but he didn't believe it because all his life he had been told that he was stupid from the people closest to him. So today I want to talk a little bit about the importance of your role as a woman and as a wife, as a mother, as a supervisor, boss, you name it, right? Your position is so powerful. And I think if we understood and really knew the the responsibility that we carry with the words that we speak, we would really pause before saying certain things. Because I know oftentimes we don't think that it will have the impact that it does, but trust me, it really, really does. So when we're born, God created us out of love. He created us out of truth. And so when we're born, we really understand who we are, but then it's the closest people to us, our mother, our father, our siblings, the, our loved ones that we trust that we know, but when they start speaking words to us and start speaking words over us and they do not align with the truth of who we are. They do not align with our God-given identity. It corrupts the truth of who God says we are in our own minds. We start believing 
the people closest to us because we don't necessarily have a relationship or a tangible, understandable relationship with God when we're one, when we're two, when we're three, four, five, six, right? So when your mom says, you're so stupid, right? Or your dad, you're so dumb. I will never forget when my son Blaze, he was in second grade, he came home and he said, mom, what is a B? And I was like, where did you hear that? He said, because there was a boy in my class who fell off of his chair and another boy, another boy stood up, stood up and said, stop crying, you little B. <gasps> I was mortified. You know where he learned that? He learned that from his one of whatever adult figure was in his life who kept, who told him that, that if you're crying, you're a, a little B. And he said it in second grade. I was like, wow, if people understood the power of their words, they would, I would hope that they would be more cautious. They would be more careful with the words that they speak, especially over their children, especially in their, over their spouse. It is, it's, it's really an epidemic almost with the level of insecurity, the level of um, lack of identity that is going on that's walking around in adult bodies each and every day because they believed a lie that was spoken to them or over them when they were a child. And they've never really understood their identity because all they know is what they're, the person that they trusted the most, the people that they love the most, what they've told them. Make sense? So God says in his word that the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits, right? So he tells us in his, in his word that the tongue so what comes off the tongue? Words, right? So the tongue has the power of life and death. So your words can either build or they can break. You can either speak life or you can speak death. And so what has to happen for you to choose to speak life? You've got to be conscious, right? You've got to be a, a self-aware. You have to be, you have to understand the weight that the words carry, the weight that the word that you are speaking, what it does when it penetrates the person that it's, it's really directed to or that it's referring to. This even has to do with the words that you speak to yourself, Oh my goodness. This is even, this is so big because the words that you say, when you say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. I'm always late. Um, I'm broke. I never have any money. I, it makes me cringe <laughs> beyond even explanation when I hear people say certain things out of their mouth, because I understand what God's word says about the power of life and death is in your tongue. Oh, I'll, I'll never I'll, I'll never be successful. I'll never. I'm like, what? Do you know what you are just saying and you're speaking over yourself right now? 
So you, everything that you say about yourself, the words that you speak about yourself, if they do not align with the truth of who you are, the truth of who God says you are, then guess what? It's a lie. And so now the fact that you're speaking a lie, you're speaking this this lie into your subconscious and in your subconscious lies your true beliefs. In your subconscious lies your fears. So when you say things like, oh my gosh, my nose is so big or my legs are so fat or whatever it is that you're saying that's not the truth of who God created you to be, then it's really corrupting your understanding and it's corrupting the understanding of your identity. And so we've really got to get this under control. We really have to become very deliberate, very intentional in the words that we speak. And so it's so much so, I told you that this was a very serious topic for me. I, my children, since they were very little, if they said anything negative out of their mouth, they had to give up something, whether it was at the time, if it was their fruit snacks, or if it was um, a dollar when they started getting paid for their grades or whatever it is, um, the, oh, that's a dollar. And it has made them so conscious, so self-aware, so deliberate in their words that not only are they holding each other accountable, not only are they holding me and Adrian accountable or other people in our family, but they, but their friends, when they, their friends have come over and one of the kids may say, oh my gosh, at school today, you know, I did something that was really stupid. Ah! That's a dollar. Now, when their friends come over, they're like, well, what does this mean? Why do they, why do they have to give you a dollar? Well, they are not allowed to say anything negative out of their mouth that does not align with the truth of who they are. They're like, oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay. So now he has a group of about, especially, you know, because they're so close in age, they are literally eighth, ninth, and 10th grade right now at the time of this recording. It is their friends. They know each other. They've kind of grow, grown up together. So now if any one of them says something that's negative, their friends now hold them accountable and say, oh, that's a dollar. Put a dollar in the death jar. Because now when you have to put a dollar in the jar, it's one reminding you of being very conscious, deliberate, and intentional with your words. If you are listening to this right now, and you already know that I'm speaking to you, and that you speak negatively about yourself, you because you you're you're thinking it right, if you're thinking about it in your mind, and then you really are very self kind of self-degrading when you try to make fun of yourself in front, of the, in front of other people or, you know, oh yeah, I know. I just, I'm so stupid when it comes to stuff like that. That's not funny and it's not cute and it's not serving you. It is not who you are. It is not your identity. You are not stupid. You are not dumb. You are not fat and everything that you are is, you are a child that you're God's daughter or you're God's son. And he made you beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. And when we get this and we grasp this concept and understanding, then 
we realize, oh man, you know, I've got to get my words together. So one of the things that I heard once, probably about 10 years ago, that totally blew my mind, right? God said, I created you in my image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So now if I am using my words to really, what's the word, degrade or really just speak negatively about who God created me to be, then I'm really dishonoring him, right? So can you imagine your daughter or son that looks just like you tell you, oh my gosh, I'm so ugly. Oh, I hate my nose. I hate my hair. I hate my body. I hate my skin, right? But they look just like you. How would you feel? How would you feel? I can only imagine that's, that may be how God feels. He made us to look like him. He made us in his image, but so many of us are just complaining about, oh, I hate the fact that I look like this and I hate the fact that I look like that. But you look like God. You were made in his image. It was so powerful. That was like a major breakthrough in my life about my words and my thoughts around me. And so I want to shift a little bit about just even focusing on the words that you speak to your spouse. Whether you are single and you're, you're desiring to be married, whether you are married, newly married and want to really thrive in your marriage, or you are struggling in your marriage and want to fight for your marriage, this, this applies to you because the words that you speak to your spouse are powerful. You can build them or you can break them. This is something that I talk to a lot of my ladies, a lot of my wives, especially because when we're frustrated, we can say certain things out of our mouths that we cannot take back. And one of the things that my dad said is that when you nail, put a nail in a fence and you, you put the nail all the way into the fence, you put a hole in the fence, right? You can pull the nail out, but the hole in the fence will still be there. That is what happens when you say something negative with your words. You can, you say a negative, something negative or really speak death to someone or over someone. You are nailing, hammering a nail into their subconscious into their heart into their mind and then you can apologize for it when it offends them but you but the now there's a hole from the nail which is the word right so that's why it's so important for the words that you speak to align with truth if they do not align with truth don't speak them don't speak them do not speak them that's it we have to use self control. We have to use self-discipline not to speak the words that, you know, okay, yes, our husband may frustrate us or our child may frustrate, frustrate us. But does that warrant us saying, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Or that, that was so, that was really dumb. Does it warrant us saying that? Not at all. Because now you have no idea that one frustrating moment can impact them the rest of their lives because you never know what the enemy is going to use to bring a stronghold or to bring bondage 
You have never, you never know what, what it could be this, you could be joking or you could be, you know, say it in, oh, well, you know, I was kidding. You know, you know, oh, I said it out of anger, but now the, your daughter that you said something in anger or frustration around is struggling now with her identity for the next 30 years because you said something out of frustration. That is what I'm talking about. You have to restrain from saying things that are negative, that are out of frustration, that are not the truth, because I am dealing with 30, 40, sometimes even 50 year olds who are struggling with words that were spoken to them when they were 13, 14, 20, 25. It's so real. It's so real. I have, um, I know someone who really liked this guy. I don't know if it was middle school or high school. I cannot remember. Really, really liked him. You know, that crush that you can't sleep (laughs) at night. You know, you write love letters and you don't really give it to them, right? totally had a crush on this guy. Do you know that he said, oh, I can never be with you because you're too fat. What? Decades later, decades later, she remembers that moment and still struggles with thinking that she's too fat for love, too fat for a guy to like her. Are you serious? The power of your words. Please hear me. Please hear my heart when I say this is so important. Please get it. Please get it. Please do not stop saying negative things about yourself. Stop saying them out loud. Stop trying to be the brunt of the jokes because you're uncomfortable in your skin or there's a level of insecurity there and you don't really know how to navigate to to get out of that space. Don't continue to speak death over yourself continue, choose life, choose to speak life over yourself, choose to speak life over your child, choose to speak life over your spouse. And if you cannot speak life, do not say anything at all. It's, it it sounds simple, but so many people struggle with putting the nail in the fence, trying to apologize, pull the nail out, but the hole's still there. And now the relationship has changed. Now the relationship has changed with themselves, with you. It depends on the scenario, but it's so real. It's so important. It is so powerful. You know, our children, when we, they go back to school, they make new friends, they're developing and growing. And, you know, I think all of us have had moments in our lives where somebody has said something to us and it has been devastating. It has completely broken our hearts and we are still replaying that moment in our minds, right? Because of something someone said. So that is what I wanted to share with you today and just really encourage you to speak life, to choose life. And if you can't, get out of this negative space that you may be in or this dark place that you may be in. Do not say anything until the dawn comes. Do not say anything until the light appears. Stay silent, be still, get in God's presence until he lifts 
your heart until he lifts your spirits. And then you can start speaking truth. You can start speaking life. You can start speaking his word over your situation, over your circumstance, over yourself, over your child and over your spouse. I love you. Thank you again for joining. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.